The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits. Powered by Protus Global. Hey, thank you all for joining us here on Plant Profits. I am your host, Vern Davis, and we're uh, fueled by Protus Global. We're, we're happy to welcome back a guest, uh, a gentleman that I am very fond of, that joined us on this program last May. He has more than 25 years of experience in the agricultural sector. He is co-founder of a leading systems integrator, an agriculture technologies company, delivering best-in-class systems, solutions, services to the global commercial cannabis cultivator market. Now, I said a lot there. Uh, my guest today is Mr. Brad Natras, and Brad is absolutely um, one of the kingpins of what's going on today in cannabis and what will be happening in cannabis uh, in the future. And we're gonna dive into that. He's a chairman and CEO and the co-founder of Urban Grow Inc. And uh, what I, Brad, welcome. Uh, welcome back to the show and uh, real excited to have you here. We got a lot to talk about. And the reason we got a lot to talk about because man, you've been busy. Thanks, Vern. Thanks for having us back. And thank you for, for being such a, a strong supporter of, of Urban Grow and uh, and our, the other leaders in our company. Uh, oh, really appreciate my, my it. Pleasure. It's, it's easy to, to do. It's easy to do. <laughs> thank you. you guys are awesome people. I also want to mention that they're on the NASDAQ. You guys are on the NASDAQ. And I love your symbol. You grow. U-G-R-O. <laughs> I you. like it. That It says a lot. There's a thank message you. right there, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a great ride. I'd love to tell you it was uh, it was all smooth, but of course it wasn't. Wouldn't be wouldn't be a great story if it was easy, right? <laughs> Man, did you ever think a, a guy growing up in Canada gonna be living in the Western U.S. in Colorado, one of the most pristine, best places to live in the world, and um, you know, talking on a um, a podcast about cannabis with the country boy from a small town in Texas, man. Did you ever think we were going to do something <laughs> like this? No, I'm, I'm from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. And uh, no, I, I did, I did not, but uh, I'm living the dream. I'm you living are. the dream for sure. You yeah. are. Well, let's get love into the it. Country, a little bit. Love the industry. Sure. Yeah, I know. I do too. It's fun because it's all evolving and, it's changing every minute of the day, and it's it's really really cool. And you guys are are, are swimming uh, pretty well in this uh, in this sea that we're in, called cannabis. Um, I said a lot at the very beginning about what Urban Grow is: engineering design business in the growth sector of the cannabis industry, design and installation, control environment, managed services. You know, all of this indoor growing is is what you're all about. What would you add to that? Tell, tell us something that maybe folks that look at urban grow and go and, and they're thinking they're investing in the cannabis sector and they find you and 
they read about you. What do they don't know? Tell us a little bit about the soul of the company. The souls are people. Okay. Um, we have uh, just a little over, well, pre-acquisition, a little over 50 employees, post-acquisition, right around 75 employees. Uh, we can right. talk about it, but the acquisition of the, the architect firm. Yeah, MG12, we'll definitely talk about that, yes. 2WR, but yeah, it's, a, it's our people and it's the experience that we've acquired. So out of those uh, individuals, about two-thirds are experts. We have a variety of different take us through the other professional, piece of electrical, agricultural, mechanical, right. plant scientists. Um, we have environmental scientists and, and together, you know, those individuals, so we have close to now 400 facilities of, of experience. So it's it's the it's people mm-hmm. and it's the experience they've garnered together that's that's the soul of the company and you know for, for me uh, i've worked with at cargill as you mentioned at the start agriculture over a decade with cargill right. the egg giant and uh what i learned at cargill is culture and try and do your best to to provide a, a work environment and and uh and an initiative that people want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I believe at Urban Grow, you know, a lot's happened since, uh, since we spoke um, last. And, uh, and, and, and it's because of the, the people, the, the fight, the, the good times, the bad times, fighting through what we all went through uh, in, in 2020. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what makes us tick. And, uh, you know, we, we joke around here internally, Stan and I do. Um, but I always find a way. You know, there's always a way. Never give up. I've, when I was young, I was a speed skater for, if you can believe it, 13 years up in Canada. So A speed skater? Was, uh, a speed skater. Yeah, you're, uh, you're talking about the distance skating or the or you're talking about hugging those corners? Both. Short track and long track. Yeah. And, uh, you know, trained hard. And uh, first year of college, I actually focused on speed skating and retired. But you know, it's an individual sport there. And, and what I learned is if you mess up or, or you don't perform well or you fall, yeah. uh, you get back up. You get back up and you power forward. You, can, you can't blame anyone else. Amazing, because that, that lesson there is, had to serve you well through your, uh, your public career and, and, and what you've done privately. It has. Uh, no, it, it, it really has. It's... Um, Urban growth. I started with it. It has. A, there's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs. It's keeping that even keel. Yeah. But uh, when when you get to, when you get smacked hard, you just uh, sort of regroup and, and and think of a way, rally the the team, and and uh, and and try and sprint forward again. Yeah. And, uh, and not not blame others. Don't waste time. Don't waste energy. It really is not mentally healthy, is it? Um, no. You know, it really is not mentally healthy. Man, I tell you what, the last time, Brad, we spent some time together, we're in the middle of this pandemic and a lot of changes have occurred and and um, your business has evolved uh, and changed. And, and you're, I don't know, when you're a couple of weeks away from reporting Q2 and, uh, and you, you, you know, Q1 is out there already and you guys have, um, have made some announcements and uh, let's talk about the MJ 12 uh, purchase and how that fits with your strategy for the business. And, and what should we expect from that? 
Sure, that sounds great. Uh, Sam Andrus, the the managing partner of of MGH Wilder Score Partners Total. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's a visionary uh, in the industry. You know, you run into to special individuals uh, in the space, and uh, he really is a his charisma is phenomenal. If you haven't, we'll have to make sure that we we get him on your show. But his charisma is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Attitude's fantastic, and he um, he just has a way of communicating with with new prospects entering the industry. And um, and then also, of course, building on with with current clients of his, but mm-hmm. gives people a sense of, of confidence and a sense of calm um, about their facilities and that they're in good hands when they're working with MJ12. And I, we worked with Sam over the years, the last couple of years, our team did. We would start at the engineering. So we're as, mm-hmm. as you started with engineering right. and then we are interior cultivation design. And then we integrate complex equipment systems, so equipment systems that our, our engineers and experts have to design. And then we have the service offering after. And what we learned over the last year was that the architects are engaging first. You know, they're involved with the clients about three months ahead of the engineering stage. Okay. And so we've, uh, as we as we uplisted to the NASDAQ in February, mm-hmm. one of the key initiatives for Urban Growth is to offer turnkey indoor high performance uh, cultivation facilities in the controlled environment ag space. Oh. And, um, it, and I always say we were two acquisitions away, two, three acquisitions away from doing this. And Sam was one of them, brings the architecture. So now uh-huh. we're architecture, engineering, and systems integration in complex controlled environment ag facilities. And um, also included in that, you know, on his team, which is uh, nearly 25 employees. Okay. Uh, are some on-site project management individuals. And also very, very important parts of, of delivering a turnkey. And when I say turnkey, I mean um, the client has confidence. We hold their hand throughout the entire process. We handle everything, one single invoice, and we deliver an operational facility. That they from ideation, and just from ideation all the way to the total end, from cradle to grave, you guys have it all. That's correct. Hundred percent, and that's wow. our goal to launch that first uh-huh. delivery by, or not delivery of facility, but to launch that first initiative from a turnkey basis by the end of this year. And this acquisition, it's a, it's a critical component to okay. being able to uh, to offer that that uh, that deliverable. And 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 moreover, Vern, we have taken our learnings from the cannabis segment. Yeah, and we have now moved those over to the controlled environment egg food focused vertical farming. Yeah, so I know the CA. Only, I, I'm excited yeah. about that. Now I am totally yeah. man excited about that. And the reason I'm excited about that because I know so many of uh I, I know, you know, there's several CEOs and, and execs and, and this vertical farming business. And um yeah. and it is uh, you know, the technology that is being created there is is absolutely um uh, uh, ingenious. And I think it's driven by a lot of this is driven by cannabis. And you're not going to talk about this. When we come back, we're going to take a quick break. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. And my guest today is my buddy, Brad Natras, who is the CEO and uh, co-founder of Urban Grow. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. 
elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Well, hey, welcome back. Um, Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits, and Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global. Uh, I'm here today with Brad Natchez, Chairman, CEO, and Co-Founder of uh, Urban Grow. And I love where our conversation, Brad, uh, is going here, and that's control environmental agriculture. Is the CEA that that is such a big deal? And, and it sounds like what you're doing with Urban Grow is you're making it a vehicle in all controlled growing agriculture, regardless of cannabis, just in food in general. Uh, am I correct? Yeah, and tell me more yeah. about that vision. Yeah. Sure, Bernie. And, and you know, cannabis is, is a new segment, you know, a lot of uh, influx of of brain power and individuals from horticulture. The experts mm-hmm. I started with today, you know, they were all born in the, the horticulture industry and bring that experience in. Right. But it's a unique state in which we find urban growth because mm-hmm. after studying the, the, the market last year, what we've realized is we actually, from working with the highest value crop in the world, cannabis, have yes. learned a lot mm-hmm. and can enhance food-focused vertical farming. That's what I and, and, and some of the challenges that that industry has faced, most all of the challenges that that industry has faced, which is also new, has to do with control, properly controlling the environment. And uh, typically in that, that space, it's the, um, it's the cooling or the mechanical systems. Mm-hmm. And with one of our prior uh, previous acquisitions in 2019, we acquired an engineering firm, uh, Impact Engineering, mm-hmm. and uh, Brian Zimmerman, I regard as one of the foremost experts in mechanical in, uh, in our cannabis space um, is helping solve a lot of those issues. So, so not only are we for urban grow investors and, and for the company helping um, you know, grow the value, the footprint of urban grow, but we're also helping an industry solve some problems that they've mm-hmm. had and uh, mm-hmm. we're successfully doing it. It's that segment's growing much faster than, uh, than I had anticipated you know, we, we completed that study and learned that it's the same engineering team. Now it's the same architecture and engineering team. Wow. And it's the, um, it, it's the same design, the same complex environmental equipment systems. Mm-hmm. So they were all born in the horticulture space. So that makes sense that we're yeah. able to, to take those back. So, so why not um, focus yeah. on both? You know, the, the differences really are on the equipment, like the, the racking systems and the automation inside. But we're, uh, we're rapidly increasing our learning curve there. Does the food community know you there? You bet they do. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, okay. I've been, I've been traveling a lot. Uh, uh-huh. been down in South America, over in Europe in the mm-hmm. last uh, four weeks. Mm-hmm. A little side note, it's great to get out again. <laughs> it and, is. I uh, said that earlier. <laughs> it, it feels yeah. a little, every time I get on a plane, I feels a little more normal. 
Yeah, it sure does. And and to go to Europe, you need a lot of, uh, um, apart from vaccinations and, and tests of COVID tests and that you also need some invites for certain countries to get in. But yeah. I, I feel there's, there's, a, there's an opportunity right now to build a lot of credibility for urban girl. A, lo- a lot of the groups that I'm meeting with, whether they're strategic partners yeah. or clients, you know, these are groups that, that some of them actually the last business dinner they had, Mm-hmm. was with myself or another member of our team a year and a half ago in <laughs> February 20 was the last time. So I, I, I feel that, you know, they're, they're sort of excited, like, what you're coming over. Yeah, sure. We'll meet with you. And uh, I think it's a good chance to bring some credibility to urban grow to be that, that first, uh, the, the first back into some of those markets. Oh, that's great. So t- tell me, tell me about this European uh, expansion. That's what I sense you're speaking of. And, and what does that mean to urban grow and what does that mean to the shareholders? Um, and why is this important to do this now? So first in uh, well, num- first there's opportunities in both cannabis and, and food focused. Okay. Uh, but I'll start, I'll start with cannabis mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. before the, the pandemic, uh, the European market in cannabis was represented by about 250 million in revenue. And it was, and it is expected to exceed 30 billion in in the next decade. Okay. And what comes with that is uh, the demand for a lot of expertise. Mm-hmm. And it, I look at Europe. The European market is where the U.S. was, where Canada was about five years ago, four or five years ago. We have that expertise now. If we had, if we knew what we do now, four or five years ago, uh, wow. Right, and here in Europe, we have this chance to to bring the uh, that to the marketplace. And there's a demand. That's where we learn the demand for turnkey. We okay. go in, we talk about engineering and design. We talk about the commissioning. Um, we talk about our systems, and they say, "Look, Brad, can you help us pick a site? Can you help us? Can you have on-site presence yeah. on the front end, and can you be here in the back?" So that's where actually turnkey was born. In, in that European market. And what we found is during the pandemic, everything really paused mm-hmm. in Europe. The, mm-hmm. the momentum in legalization, it wasn't far enough along like it, like it was in the US mm-hmm. to, to, to push through. And so the market, we didn't, by not being able to travel for a year and a half, we still closed projects remote, worked on engineering and design projects, uh, have strategic partners over there that could work on site where need be. Uh, but we, um, but we, we really didn't lose any momentum because that market didn't uh, move rapidly forward. Now, uh, as it relates to food-focused controlled environment ag, you know, there when you look at reducing food miles and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, CO2 emissions and fresh uh, produce and decreasing waste. You know, there's a lot of a uh, lot more remote locations in these European markets, and so we're we're working on some uh, some some projects that hope to announce in the near future that okay. that would be uh, a fantastic uh, add-on to the urban growth story. Oh, Tremendous this is demand great. In, in both sides. This is great. Now, what? It, it, how are you choosing directionally? Um, the, the the spreading the growth uh, internationally in Europe is that is that coming um, 
by invitation or this is demand that you're seeing and you're going in there and you're making the connection? How, how are you actually doing it? So two ways. First and uh, foremost, we were pulled into Europe by our strategic vendor partners, people okay. that we work with in the cannabis space here. Mm-hmm. Um, as they work the European market, their clients were asking them for 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 those you know, the services and that, mm-hmm. that knowledge base that they didn't have, but they know that we do. Mm-hmm. So they'd bring us in. And then we made, a, uh, Jonathan Asser, our EVP of sales, so made a really a strong move during the pandemic. He hired a couple of commercial agent groups okay. in Europe. And, um, you know, it, groups that had strong connections to the European market on both uh, focuses of controlled environment ag. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to develop uh, uh, leads and, and bring them in. And virtually we would uh, take that, that same sales process as we do now and, uh, and, and be able to, uh, to work through. Yeah. So it's worked great. We're in the process of opening an office uh, in the Netherlands is another commitment I made earlier this year. That's awesome. And, yeah. Um, you know, utilize our engineering, architecture, and design from the U.S. No different than designing in New Brunswick than there is in in Europe, right? But then yeah. having those boots on the ground from a sales and uh, and uh, expertise standpoint. So exciting times for sure. Oh, that's great! So this this thing is uh, is is growing. It's gonna. I mean, you met you you've made you're making a real financial commitment. You're you're putting down stakes in Europe. We are. And, mm-hmm. you know, all of this would, of course, not be possible without the raise that we completed yeah, and the uplifting to yeah. the NASDAQ in February. Yeah. No, that's that's great. Tell me a little bit more about that. What kind of freedom has that given you? But it was a it's a game changer, a life changer. Yeah. We uh, we ended up raising we set out to raise about 12 million and uplift to the NASDAQ. Mm-hmm. And the demand was really, really strong because of the, the dual focus. You know, we're a mm-hmm. safe investment for individ- for groups, funds, individuals that are entering the cannabis space yeah. because of the non-ancillary, non-plant touching aspect of our business, but also right. the fact that we're focused on, on the, the food-focused vertical farming. Right. And so the demand was, was strong. Our, our banks think equity out of New York did a great job and we ended up raising 62 million. Wow. And, um, and I listening to the NASDAQ again, you know, a life changer, a game changer. We yeah. paid off all of our debts. That's and what I was thinking now. that you were, you just <laughs> wanted to get that done. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, on, on a personal, on a little side personal note in February of, uh, of twenty. I had uh, personally guaranteed a large uh, a large uh, debt fund for funding for the company, and then the pandemic hit two weeks later. So, yeah. yes, I, I absolutely. A couple of sleep was nice, maybe, maybe. Just, just, just a couple, yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it changed everything. Paid down all of our debt. We still uh, maintain, uh, you know, six months, close to six months later, a, a cash balance of over fifty million. Okay, great. We have a strong strong M&A plan uh, that our team is, is working mm-hmm. on, uh, of, of which uh, MJ12, 2WR Partners, is, is the first that, uh, that we've announced. And uh, all of them are focused on, on our niche, being, being the best globally 
being the, the first globally to have architecture, engineering, design, you know, service focused, mm -hmm. value added solutions mm -hmm. for our clients. Um, we, I don't want to be a manufacturer. You know, there, there's strong manufacturers in the industry. I'd rather partner with those manufacturers. Right. And um, there's a lot of supply chain management companies out there as well that are doing a great job uh, mm -hmm. in the cannabis space right now. So I think we've, we've found our niche yeah. uh, globally and um, our IP is our people. Like I started with, our soul that, is our people, our, exactly. our IP is our people. Exactly. Oh, that is that, that is great. Hey, I tell you what, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other things you guys have gotten involved in and and get you to talk a little bit about your vision uh, some more, Brad. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. My guest today is Brad Natras, who's chairman, CEO, and co-founder of Urban Grow. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit only on cannabisradio.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. My guest today is Brad Natras, Chairman, CEO, and Co-Founder of Urban Grow. And um, Brad and I have been talking about uh, the impact of what he's doing in cannabis and the cannabis arena and how that made a lot of sense in the food industry and the food business. And uh, that has been a friend of his, really. Uh, the combination of both uh, it's made you attractive around the world. It's made you attractive for investors. And um, really, there's a couple of things that are going on right now in your in your business that I, and, and, and some just occurred. And I think this gives us a platform to talk about a couple of things moving forward in the cannabis industry. Well, first of all, you saw it important to bring on uh, James Dennedy and um, yeah. as a president and COO. So tell, tell is, me about uh, that. Uh, tell me about that appointment and what that allows you you guys to do as a business. Perfect. Yeah, Jim had sat on our board for a couple of years, uh, three years actually, mm -hmm. uh, before joining the company, and so he was uh, tried and proven uh, in my eyes, and also in his eyes, mm -hmm. the the company was uh, was tried and proven as well. He he knew what he was getting into. Uh, Jim Dennedy. In a nutshell, for me, uh, will is allowing Urban Grow to mature into a Nasdaq company six to twelve months faster than we would have without them. 
he has been the CEO of a, of a publicly traded company okay. for, uh, for over five years, a company on the NASDAQ. Uh, he and our CFO, Dick Ackright, both have that, that public market yeah. um, experience and, and leadership. He has that operational um, expertise, which for me was critically important because we have a, a wave of business flowing in. And it's not just in one country, it's many countries. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure we're operationally set up so we can efficiently um, deliver solutions without sacrificing service levels. You know, at the same time, increasing uh, service levels, which is uh, is key to the company. And it also uh, it allows me by handing over. I've handed over the day-to-day operations now of okay. the company to to Jim. It allows me to get out and and do what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, carry the urban grow torch around the world. Mm-hmm. And 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 talk about who we are and uh, and 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 open offices and then hire great individuals, execute our M and A plan, mm-hmm. um, you know, carry the brand of the company, be able to to talk to funds, speak at the investment conferences, um, speak to Uvern more mm-hmm. often, right? right. To get the Urban Grow brand out into the marketplace. So people know who Urban Grow is, and and moreover, not who we are, but how we can help them uh, be better and uh, and more efficient, and and really, you know, there's a new tagline that we have. You'll see in our branding, grow plants, grow profits. If we're doing our job right, and we're bringing all of our expertise together as right. one cohesive force, the client doesn't have to worry about that. The client can focus on doing what they're best at, and that's growing their crop, whether it be cannabis or leafy greens, increasing their yields and, and recognizing strong profits. So it's a, it's a foundational move mm-hmm. that, uh, that I made and I had identified in our uplisting that, uh, that bringing in that operational strength was, uh, was very important to the company. I think and he's delivering on, on that profit. Promise so far. He's, oh, that's uh, great. No, it's just yeah. another sign, man, that you're growing up, right? It's just another yeah. sign that you're growing up, and and you need you need pillars to hold it up because it's getting bigger. And um, that, it is, yeah, it is, and it was it was painful, as I said, you know, <laughs> like uh, it. There was a lot of ups, a lot of downs, and yeah. um, you know, the team came together as one. There was about 33 of us that fought through an hour, uh, sorry, an hour, <laughs> a year of, uh, of really focusing on restructuring the company to get to po- profitability. Mm-hmm. And, and we did that last year, not only yes. in Q4 as planned, but Q3 and Q4. And, and we're not turning back. Q1 this year also positive. But, uh, so that's great. It's, um, you know, that's, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it brought us together, but then we had to bring in that real expertise to help catapult us forward uh, quicker, faster, stronger. No, uh, I, yep. no, absolutely. That's great. So something else happened to you just recently. Um, you guys just became members uh, of the NCR, right? The National Cannabis Roundtable. Tell yeah, us about how that happened yeah. and what that means to, to you guys. Sure. Well, their leader, Safira, is, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if, uh, you know, Safira? She I'm, is, uh, she is charismatic. She, just like I had talked about San yeah. Andres earlier. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard, I've not spoken to her. She's not been on this show, but. Uh, oh, yeah. I think she'd be, a, she'd be a great uh, addition because uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm buying what she's selling. She okay. is so passionate. She is so passionate about, uh, about our industry. It's a bipartisan uh, lobbyist group. Yeah. Um, it, it's a small, you know, the board consists of, uh, I think, just under 20 companies uh, okay. led by uh, industry leaders uh, like Charlie Batchel, Kim Rivers, Cresco, mm-hmm. and, and True Leave. And, and it's focused on <clears throat> where the, not where the, the ball, not where the puck is, but where the puck's going. Okay. And making sure that we can do everything that we can um, as a group to help that initiative. And, you know, during those, those tough times as we're fighting, we didn't have the working capital. We didn't have the time to dedicate to initiatives like this. And so it's for me, a, a good chance to, to give back, to, um, to uh, help carry that torch uh, in, internally and, uh, and help the marketplace uh, be better, quicker as we uh, approach legalization now my view is that's still years away but yeah it's, um, you you think it's years away i mean are you talking four five six or are you talking two three what do you what do you what's the feeling you get about this legalization and and what when we say legalization that can mean so many different things what does it mean in your viewpoint i'd say we're two to three years away and that is mm-hmm. my that's my personal opinion. Okay. And state rights are very important to Urban Grow, very important to me, very important to a lot of the members of, uh, of NCR. Okay. And uh, state rights, that, that does not allow interstate commerce, right? So yeah. when there's, if, if it was wide open like it was in Canada, you'd have a few super players building super multi-hectare grows and certain parts of the country, you know, Arizona, California, yeah. and, and then transporting that around the country. State rights allows you to build facilities in that state and, and transact business in the state. So that's, that's first and foremost what, what's very important to, mm-hmm. to Urban Grow and, and many others on the NCR. But uh, legalization for me would just be federally allowing cannabis for adult use in mm-hmm. all states and maintaining, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, maintaining state rights at the, at the same time. Got it. Got it. That's it's good. Now, is that, um, are you finding your view of, of what legalization is, is, is what most folks in the industry want? Yes, I think a, a lot in the industry would want uh, legalization to take place in that timeline. Mm-hmm. It has to be structured. You know what? What Cecilia was excited about, and others on the NCR, when uh, when we first started talking, and then uh, were invited to join the board, was the fact that regardless of the crop type, a facility that Urban Grow builds is a facility that could be for leafy greens, or it could be for cannabis. So cannabis, we help represent cannabis as just another agricultural horticulture crop. Just more more sense of normalization. Exactly. Correct. I I see that. I see that as a total benefit to NCR um, and the mission of of what that is is, uh, all about. Brad, I tell you what, you know, when we sit down and have these chats, it goes so fast. I agree. (laughs) We'll have to do it more often. I'm committed. Okay. Hey, you got help now. I, I'm, I'm going to hold you to this. Okay. 
You're going to come see me more often. This is a really, really important. I'm Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. And my guest today, I had a great time with you, Brad Natras. He is the chairman, CEO, co-founder of Urban Grow. They're on the NASDAQ at YouGrow. Uh, and I, I think that is awesome. Uh, really look forward to hearing more about what you guys are doing. I want to thank you all for joining us today. You can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on all major podcast outlets and platforms, Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, iHeart, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you put in Plant Profits will pop up. And make sure you don't miss this particular episode with Brad Natras of Urban Grow. Follow Protus Global on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and all social media platforms to learn more about how we build companies, how we change lives at Protus Global. That's protusglobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S, global.com. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.